Today I'm talking all about peripheral vision. Peripheral vision is so underused and underrated. It's great to feel more confident, feel calmer. It's great for having better 3D awareness. It's better for getting yourself into the zone, getting into focus. And it's also brilliant for problem solving. I mean, what more could you want? Now, peripheral vision, you may know as soft eye. And soft eye is used by Mary Wanless and her trainers and coaches in Ride With Your Mind. This style of peripheral vision is a little bit different. This is called hakalau. And believe it or not, hakalau is a Hawaiian word. So this technique comes from ancient Hawaii. So it's it's been around for quite a long time and the ancient Hawaiians knew a little bit about getting in touch with their mind and their unconscious mind. So we're going to borrow their technique. First of all then, make sure that you're not driving, you're not riding, you're not working any heavy machinery, you're just simply relaxed and in a space where you can look at different things. So all I want you to do is to just pick a spot on the wall in front of you, just above eye level. So you're looking upwards. Rather than tilting your head back, you're just putting your eyes up a little bit. And I want you to focus on that spot and and really focus and get some information about the spot, maybe the colour, the texture, the light, the shade, the dark, and so on. Really take it in, really focus in. And as you do so, breathe normally, naturally. And now, just in a nice relaxed frame of mind, I want you to just keep that going. So you're really, really aware that you're focused. This is the opposite of the type of vision that we're going to use. What I want you to do is to just relax your eyes a little bit, blinking normally, breathing normally. And I want you to relax those eyes so that you're still looking at the spot, but you've defocused the spot a little bit. And maybe you're looking 15, 20 centimetres each side of the spot. So you've just a little bit of peripheral vision coming in. And then allow your vision to extend a little bit more, maybe 30 or 40 centimetres again. You're looking at the spot and you're just relaxing off your eyes. So the spot goes a little bit more blurry and you become more aware of a little bit more peripheral vision. And I want you to keep doing that, just keep widening and widening. And because you're probably in a place where you know what would be in your field of vision in an arc of 180 degrees around you, so from side to side, you would know whether it's a window or a wall or a picture, you you know what you could see if your peripheral vision was 180. So I want you to take your peripheral vision 
as wide as you can comfortably, breathing, blinking, and just extend that vision out. And now what I'd like you to do is to just think about your riding. And as you think about your riding, I want you to become aware of whether your vision stays wide or it starts to drop and it starts to focus in. And maybe it focuses in a little bit or maybe it focuses in a lot. So I'll just say it again. How do you think about your riding or your competing at the moment? Notice where your eyes went to. So if you thought of something negative, something that makes you anxious or nervous, chances are that your vision will have come in. And if it's not a big deal, your vision may have only come in a little bit. And if it is a big deal, it may have come in a lot. You might be focusing on a single spot. Now, just come out of your peripheral vision just for a moment so that I can explain to you what we've been doing. So the mind, or I should say the brain, is able to block those feelings of anxiety and nervousness if you're in peripheral vision. It's a really fantastic quirk of our brain that it does this. And so if you were in that wide vision, when I asked you to think about your riding, if you thought of something and it made you feel anxious, chances are that your vision came in. Your vision would have come in first and then allowed the feelings in too. If your vision came in a lot, then the mind allowed you to feel quite a lot. If it came in a little, your mind allowed you to feel a little of that anxiousness. And if your vision stayed nice and wide, it means that you blocked it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're absolutely cock-a-hoot with your riding because it just means that you managed to block not necessarily the negative thoughts, but you blocked out the ability of the mind to give you those anxious feelings. So being in peripheral vision is really lovely. Let's just go back to it. So we were just looking above eye level, nice and wide, remembering what's on either side of us in that 180 arc. And if we can get 180 degrees, then we're doing really well in our peripheral vision. And all I want you to do now is just kind of look so you're looking at eye level. So rather than looking up, you're looking directly across. And just have a little practice for a few moments. Move your head from the left through center and then to the right and see if you can maintain that peripheral vision. Just do that a couple of times, nice and slowly. And then just see if you can move your eyes to the left and right rather than your head and still maintain quite a lot of peripheral vision. 
Okay, if you choose to do so, you can come out of your peripheral vision for a few moments. If you quite like being in peripheral vision, stay there. So peripheral vision is incredibly powerful in terms of blocking those anxious feelings. But it's also great if you think about it from the practical side of riding, you have much better 3D awareness. So if you're in a school, you'll have better awareness of the letters and the obstacles that you're manoeuvring around. If you're interested in doing some really nice flat work or dressage, your transitions become sharper. You have much better awareness of where and when you need to do certain movements. Similarly for the show jumpers, because you've got a wider scope of the jumps You know, you can see the next jump, but you can also maybe see the next and the next, depending on where they're placed. You find that riders who use this for their jumping can just get a slightly better line. Now, it might be that when you're jumping, and this goes for cross-country as well, that you're in peripheral vision and then briefly into your more focused vision, then back into peripheral and it may be that at certain crucial times you do need to focus on that jump but it's incredibly powerful to be able to stay in that peripheral vision it also means for people who have a certain block on the height of jump so I get a lot of people and they can jump so many centimeters and then if you put it up three or five centimeters then Somehow that's just a mental block, even though the horse is actually jumping the height that they're scared to jump, the horse's body's actually jumping that height, then it's really good because when you're in peripheral vision, you can look beyond the jump so much more easily and you're not as bothered by heights whatsoever. If you think about going out on a hack and going into peripheral vision, then things that you maybe think are going to scare your horse or maybe scare you, obstacles that we meet on hacks, then if you're in peripheral vision, you'll notice these things much more quickly, but you'll also be very calm. So whatever it is that you're trying to go past or whatever it is that you know is coming up, you're saying to your horse, look, I can see it, I I know it's there, but your body's saying, I'm calm, which is a great communication between you and your horse. So peripheral vision and hackalow is incredibly powerful. I really love it. And it's great, you know, if you just want to use it in your warm-up even, just so you start the session on a really good note. Now, hackalow will come to some people more naturally than others. And as I said, in our everyday life, we are so focused on devices. We're so focused on looking at very, very near objects. We very rarely go into peripheral vision for any amount of time. So it takes practice. So I would practice, first of all, off the horse when you're just doing some chores Now, your beds might not look so great if you're constantly in peripheral vision because you won't be able to focus on all the bits that you've missed. But anything like that that is really easy for you to do and doesn't take much thought, 
go into peripheral vision. If you're a passenger in a car or if you're going on a train, go into peripheral vision. If you're just watching television and you're not too interested in what's on, go into peripheral vision. Use it all the time and then when you're ready, try it on your horse and just try it for a certain distance. So if you're on a hack, you could do it from telegraph post to telegraph post, let's say, and then have a little break and then continue. If you're in a school, you could do maybe a 20 meter circle or maybe do alternate letters. Or you could just think about doing half the school and building it up so you can do one whole lap. And then just seeing how far you can go, can you trot and can you canter? And that just building up bit by bit by bit until it becomes the natural way for you to ride. Now, peripheral vision or hackalow is also super for problem solving. It's a little bit meditative. And you might have found when you went into peripheral vision, it's it's ever so slightly daydreamy. So it makes you feel a bit calmer. And so that's really good because it's opening up your unconscious mind, which is where all the solutions to all your problems lies. So let's have a go at problem solving. And by problem, it could be absolutely anything. It could be something that you're struggling with. It could be an answer to a question. It could be feeling a bit nervous on a ride. It could be anything at all. So I'm just going to lead you through it. So find yourself somewhere quiet to sit. I'm going to use that hackalow. So I want you to think about your problem. I'm just going to call it problem, even if it's not perhaps the right word for you, but I'll just call it problem for ease. I want you to go now into Hakalau. And as you're in that lovely wide peripheral vision and you're in Hakalau, I want you to ask your unconscious mind, what do I need to know? Or what do I need to learn? Or what advice is there for me? Whichever is most relevant. What do I need to know? What do I need to learn? What piece of advice is relevant for me? And just allow your mind to empty. And if thoughts come in, allow them in and then allow them out. And you don't have to actively think. You're just allowing in the moment, in your hakalau, anything to come into the mind. Okay, usually it takes a few rounds of this. So I want you to come out of hakalau, maybe blink a few times quite hard. Come into a more focused vision. Think about your problem or question again. And now go into Hakalau. Whilst you're in Hakalau, that beautiful wide peripheral vision, ask your mind for more information. 
not to worry if nothing's forthcoming. It may come to you later. You may not know why, but all of a sudden some kind of idea feels like it's come into your mind. And now, blink a few times, come out of Hakalau, and once more we're going to go back into it in just a moment. Thinking again about your question or problem, now go into Hakalau. Think about the answer or solution. Ask your mind to give you the answer or solution. Staying in that lovely, wide peripheral vision. Blink a few times. And if you wanted to do, you could pause here and just repeat that a few times. But don't worry, as I say, if no answers come to you, because they will come to you in the right time frame. I hope you enjoy working with Hakalau. It's one of the simplest types of technique that we can do, but it's ever so powerful. Thanks ever so much for listening. Take care and I'll see you again soon.